Boys are back for another week of footy and frothies. It is June the 10th, 2020. Look back at round four and looking forward to round five. Good to have the NRL back. We're back in the swing of things. What's going on, Barney boy? Uh, just get, trying to, you know, get through the days until the footy's back on. <laughs> it's a bit like that. Yeah. Like there's only two this week we have to get through. <laughs> That's all right. Trev, how are you? Yeah, pretty good, mate. What's been happening? Uh, not much. Just uh, trying to stay awake. Pretty comfy, these chairs. Mm, they're right, eh? Not bad for an afternoon nap if you need one. Good day, bed. Sadly, uh, most Saturday hours they seem to be full lately, so yeah. it's um, with social isol- social distancing, of course. Nothing but respect for all that, unless you're wearing a Black Lives Matter, then um, it's all good. Uh, big week of news to look back on. Some exciting stuff coming out. We're just touching a few news things before we get into our rev- uh, review of last round. Um... Big news is, I guess, obviously crowds are back this week with some sponsors and uh, limited access this week. And then I saw the assistant premier, assistant premier, deputy premier, has come out and said that he wants 50% capacity crowds by next week. So it could have up to 10,000 people at the game. He suggested even bring along your own tinnies because they're real keen on that these days and to avoid social social distancing in the lines. But, uh, so yeah, it's exciting news. Footy's kicked wrong. Throwing beer cans at yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> mm, We've been throwing some last Sunday um, evening. But, uh, yeah, so it's good news. We a couple of weeks ago. Of course it is. Um, the, is the grounds are big enough to ensure the protocols are followed. Like, I can't there, – there's no reason why it can't happen, so – Bring it on. Mm. Get the people back in there. Get rid of the fake noise crowd. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the worst thing in the world. I thought right. I thought it sort of took a bit of attention away from dead air and stuff every now and then, which was wasn't yeah. the worst. But yeah. it was um well, it was wasn't the worst, but you know, like I'm just gonna use uh last Thursday's night's game, Roosters versus the Broncos, Roosters score a try and you hear the crowd cheering. Yeah. Up at Suncorp. <laughs> <laughs> there's a bit generic. And there's a few um, There's a few funny ebbs and flows. I like the f- fake booing at South Games. It was very appropriate. But um, oh, was, by all, was, you didn't notice it too much. It was, I think it was inoffensive and that yeah, was fine. Yeah, it was just background noise. Huh? Yeah. Trying to sort of cut out a bit of the swearing, I think. I think they realised the first round they were live, it was just basically people telling me to run at me, you fucking that. So, <laughs> yeah, which I didn't mind at all. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Great. Loved the banter. Um, a bit of uh, contract news. We t- a lot of talk today. Tommy Durden going to the Storm um, from Brisbane. So he he uh, does want to play second field to Milford, I guess, at the moment. Uh, and, yeah, I guess they're keen to take, get him down there. Any thoughts on that? We'd probably play second field down there too, to be honest. But um, to mm. be in the system wouldn't be a bad thing. Yeah. Um, they do lack a little bit of depth because Bellamy does doesn't seem to mind to move on a half here and there. So well, they lost. Well, um, moved on quite a few. <laughs> well, even <laughs> last year, months. exactly. <laughs> what three went last year? Croft went. Uh, Billy Walters. I suppose Harry Grant's a hooker, but um, end on loan. That's all right. But um, is there someone else I'm thinking of? Who else? No, there's one still floating around there somewhere. There is someone Maybe I can't remember. Um, so, yeah, Brian Tuo's signed a three-year extension with Penrith, so good on him. Real good news. And uh, Lasoni two-year extension for the Titans. So two good, I guess, extensions there, but not much else going around. I suppose that's going to come out in the next few rounds. Is there a different Is there a different 30 June cutoff this year with everything going on? I'm not quite sure, to be honest. I think they're still going to... It'll probably be a round based thing, probably be after round, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, percentage of what... Whatever it might have been. percentage it used to be. Yeah, so we look back on um, an interesting round for tipping last week. 
Uh, we all struggled a little bit. Uh, some form reversals, some, uh, some especially one big upset, but probably a couple of big upsets. And um, producer Mariah's just helping herself to a drink. Uh, so we'll go back to last Friday night, Thursday night it was even, where the Roosters 59 put the broom through the Broncos. Um, you wanted to go on about how Brett Morris is God's gift to football? How's the floor? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, like, he's, he's my new man crush, to be honest. It was Victor Radley there, and it still probably is. But mm. um, Brett Morris, uh, like, last week he chases down two blokes in their prime, so they're probably not going to be any quicker than what they are right now in the same movement and gets up and makes another tackle. And then, like, this week, like... Robinson comes to him and goes, oh, mate, you're going to have to replace, you know, possibly the greatest fullback running around at the moment. And he goes, yeah, but no worries, mate. I'll just do it on my dick. Like, he just <laughs> ran around. He was he did absolutely everything perfectly. He was an absolute professional, man. He's setting up tries, scoring tries. I couldn't believe it. Like, he is going that good at the moment. It's not funny. Yeah, he was unreal. Trev, what oh, do you mate. think of the – what did you watch the last Thursday's game? Yeah, like, we all know that the Broncos were under strength, but the Roosters – if I was Trent Robinson, I'd be really happy with the way they played because they put on a score that they should have been putting on against a team of that calibre. It was um, a real display of this momentum footy at the moment where it's just when you get a wave and the wave built and built and built and it just wasn't stopping. Well, how hard is it to stop momentum now, man? Yeah. Like, it, it needs to be an absolute like stuff up that completely stop, shuts you down. Otherwise, you, you almost just, like, need... The good teams just keep rolling. There's evidence on Thursday night. Like, they just rolled all night. Yeah, it's not just stopping momentum. momentum. It's almost like you need a penalty or something. You need to turn need, it around completely. Yeah. You don't need to stop it. And then you've yeah. got to do something amazing to stop it. And then you've got to do something amazing to start your own yeah. momentum. And then yeah, it's... It, good teams... Yeah, there's going to be a lot of scores put on by good teams on a roll because it's just so hard to stop them. And it's fun to watch. Oh, it can be. I actually enjoyed it. Mentioned today, actually, down the pub with Dino. It's like it's just so much more enjoyable. It's it's not a hard watch anymore. Even the tough, even the tougher games, it's not hard to see. Yeah. You know, that big slog when they're just defending for sixty minutes. And the other thing is, if it's not a big momentum tide, it's the arm wrestle for sixty, and then it's but then it's like the the gates just crash open. Does break open. Then it's like point. you just. It, it, but end of the day, you're earning in those games. You're earning the right to get those points. Like you're earning. You're doing the hard. You work for so long to win the arm wrestle, and then. You're sort of just kicking the kicking your opponent when you get the chance. Yeah, and sort of looking at the results over the entire weekend, like you're gonna, I think you're gonna see a lot more games this year. One on just enthusiasm, energy, and um, fitness. So you're gonna get those sort of. You're gonna get a few more upsets. I think. Well, I think that was where the two the two obvious ones where that was a big factor was the Titans. Like they just didn't look like much for most of it, but they were just in every play. They were tackling. There's a lot of energy. Got the momentum. And had momentum. And dogs are the same. And just. Just energy and enthusiasm. But yeah, back on the Broncos, like um, Payne Hass is still a beast. Like that bloke gets through so much work, and he's holding up, he's propping up that pack at the moment. I yeah. don't know, you know. Obviously, there was a big hype around him, and we got involved in it a bit as well. But um, there's a few of them have dropped off the perch a little bit. They've got some um, offer coming back this week, which should help. But um, Lindsay Collins, what mm. a shit chop. And the bloke can play footy. Like, <laughs> he, he destroyed that pack on Thursday night. Yeah. He was an absolute beast, running over blokes. There's not many of those um, real rangy front rows going around, is there, at the moment? Like the big lanky front rows, I guess, like a young sort of Tamo. But there's not really... A bit more compact. Yeah, you? they're all sort of more compact. And oh, I, don't know. Oh, I, prefer the, I prefer the compact 
front rowers and the lanky ones. <laughs> the lanky ones to me are more your back rowers. Yeah, yeah. But he was good. He had the big yeah, long levers. Scored a try. He killed it. That's right. Big arms. It was fun to watch. Um, but the whole set, so I we talked about last week with um, I tipped Manu first try because I thought the both Broncos centers would struggle, and turns out they both did. They just went the wrong way for the first try. But yeah, well, the Roosters obviously. Yeah, I mentioned it as well. The centers was a key matchup, and they dragged them straight out there straight away. That's where they went looking for points, and they hit on both edges, and then they just tore them apart in the middle. But they just kept it. They just kept hitting them. Just, just kept hitting kept them. Hitting change, them. Changing angles back in the middle, and they just tore them apart. Sadly, I don't think there's any much better news for the Broncos this week, but we'll get to that. Um, anything else out of that game? Or we'll do. I think. Four players as a team, Roosters nearly scored a thousand super coach points themselves, all up. But um, four players all topped a hundred, I'm pretty sure. Yep. And we, we might do a super coach recap right at the end of the round. It would cover it all. Uh, Panthers back in the winning circle, tw- winners circle, tw- not the winning circle. Any false expressions here? Twenty six nil over the Warriors. Uh, Matt Burton, good. Really struck back from his uh, from a bit of a rough finish last week. Uh, I thought Fisher Harris. I mentioned his fitness last week. He looked really fit. He, he's building every week. His stats are building too. Uh, played pretty well. Any thoughts, Trev, on on the Penrith game? Do you see much of it? Oh, uh, I just got to see a bit of it. Like uh, the only thing I can say is that it was a good uh, bounce back from the week before. Uh, they obviously had a rocket put up on that training during the week. After, you know, anyone else, uh, we all know what happened against Newcastle, so there's no need to recap it. But end of day, they had a good reality check and it could tell. And what I would be more happy about, yes, they went out and put some points on, but they kept the Warriors to donut. Mm. So I'll I'll be happy with that. Yeah, Yeah, their pack was super impressive. Um, As you mentioned, Fisher-Harris has been um, at the top of his game probably since round... 15 or so last year and mm. he's just improved he just keeps improving he could be anything that guy um, Talmo is still solid as a rock like does a brilliant job um, I was glad to see Burton um, ran the ball a fair bit more this week and um, opportunities came from it Luai yeah. still looked a bit gun shy to me but um, I was happy with Steve Crichton yeah. Steve Crichton's going to be a gun he, he's a bit of a gun already but I think he'll be a star eventually yeah, He'll, um, I, th- I know from what I've heard they want him fullback eventually. So, but he, he nearly set up a try for Manso. He had a bit to do in a few other plays. But, well, uh, what I'm hearing at the moment, mate, like I'm hearing that Naden's on the outer still, mm. and why he's there, like he can tie up that yeah, Santa jersey. Yeah, yeah. Just resigned to as well. And in terms of reality check and too, yeah, Manso looked showed some really good glimpses. He. Played um, probably one of the strongest games I think I've seen him play since. Um, yeah, since he's <laughs> he come back, his face torn apart. Yeah, uh, and speaking of reality checks, the Warriors. What? Where to now? Is it just back to what we thought? Or yeah, well, I think you know? I, I think for myself, obviously tipping them last week, I think it got a bit. Um, you know, I, I thought the that enthusiasm from the week before might extend a little bit. You know, in, into a couple of weeks, sort of th- like a couple of week run, but obviously it sort of fell a bit flat and. Having tipped them to run last at the start of the season, then yeah, I, I think it's probably a little bit downhill from here. But um, there was some good signs there. Tohu Harris is playing some of the best footy he's played for a long time. Mm. But, uh, yeah, but they're still a fair way off now, and I think yeah, them and the Dragons will be dead for the spoon now. Storm twenty-two, Bunnies eight. 
he was a big at this is what I was talking about earlier, the arm wrestle for a good, what, 50, 55 minutes? I yeah. think that was more because they were a bit off, to be honest. Um, they were a bit scratchy with the handling and um, that sort of dragged it back to a bit of a fight. But also another thing that helped South Sydney was the no try for mm. Melbourne. Like, I, I'm still scratching my head how the bunker said no try. Like, Damien Cook, yeah, the Melbourne Storm player led made contact with Damien Cook in the defensive line, but Damien Cook runs past the ball, turns back around, slips over. Ran past it again. <laughs> and, and, and that, so it's, and and they're saying, oh, he didn't have enough time to, to make the tackle. Well, everyone could see that he's got away from after being yeah. tipped. He actually he came back and overchased. That's right, yeah. and overchased it yeah. and slips over when he had to turn back around and try to make a tackle. So I, I don't know how that. Like I, I honestly believe uh, that was a. That would have been a big turning point in yeah. the game. Like if Melbourne put that on, I reckon Melbourne probably could have gone on and ran the score up a little bit more. Yeah, but when they did, uh, Munster was brilliant, Barn. Another yeah, um, another one of yours. Tell us, of, tell everyone the love story with him. Oh, the the super coach story. Mm. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've had the bloke in my team for. Two, two years probably, no matter how good or bad he's going, I've just kept him in my team. And this year, after two rounds, he's on 30, he scored a 30 and a 30, so he's looking at losing 80, 100 grand, so I punt him. And then he comes out and scores an 80, and I think he got 100 and something this week. Yeah. So now it's going to cost me more money to buy him back because I want him back in my team. Hey, just nothing on that game. Just nothing on that game, eh? Like if I was like the CEO of Nike, I'll be trying to sign Ryan Pappenhausen the way he ran and jumped and kept that ball. He went airborne. Yeah. He's just a ball of energy, that kid, and he's he will be something special. Um, I'm not sure whether he's a one or a six or sort of halfway in between as an impact player. Isn't that the story of all the halves they've produced in the last <laughs> six years? <laughs> like Hughes oh, started fullback. Lightning quick yeah. and yeah, he's... Um, Munster, I guess, yeah. No, he's like, he was a fullback. Even Gareth Whittle, when he was gone from yeah. the Storm system, was a fullback. One and a six, yeah. <laughs> so... Um, even go back to Inglis, I suppose he tried to do both. Even for, even for Greg Inglis yeah. in the centres as well. <laughs> <Five> <laughs> number one. But there's some of the stuff Munster did where he just looked like he had an extra second on the rest of the game. Like just the time he had just before the line when he the chip across a couple of uh, his his footwork at the line. Just looked, it was like he had so more time than everyone else. Yeah, good players in pretty much every sport, isn't it? They yeah. just look like they've got that much time. more time. You know what I mean? Um, they do. They do help him by playing. They do play pretty deep to him generally when he does get the ball out on an edge, which gives him obviously that little bit more time. But no, that bloke's a superstar. <laughs> Quick, he's evasive, and he's um, he's pretty big and strong as well. Yeah, for a half. So and um, Latrell, it's good. Yeah, he did, he did all right. Um, yeah, he improved on last week, which was his best game this year. And then yeah. obviously um, this weekend just gone, I thought he was super impressive. Yeah, like I was impressed with what he done. Like didn't do anything spectacular, but he had a good game for a fullback. Yeah, I thought there's. I think he's the most he wanted to be involved. I've seen at least at fullback, which might be just his fitness building up. But it looked like he was uh, sure around the. Try assist, didn't he? he was around the ruck a bit more, Barn. Just yeah. charming um, in and on his line as well. I, I did. I did notice some. Um, him watching very intently on the hooker and the five eight and the halves, just mm. um, to try and work on his positioning at fullback, and it it showed. He he did. Um, he was really good actually if, for in with his positioning on the kicks. 
So, yeah, I was I was impressed with Latrell. He looks like he could be warming up and yeah, be a big benefit for yeah. that side. Um, I'm, as I said, we're going to talk about Supercoach next. We probably would have been easy just to tie into each of these reviews because I didn't take any notes. <laughs> yeah, um, why not? Let's do it. But uh, um, should we go back through the first half and just – but just quickly, it struck me if Luttrell is going to be more involved, he's a good centre option yeah, going yeah. forward because sure. if you can pick him as a centre still, still, still he's going to score fullback yeah. points and, and he's going to probably average a fair few touches going to play to him. Mm. Um, he's going to get um, – yeah, he's by the looks of it, he's going to get more and more involved as well mm-hmm. over the next month or so. Um, I think, I'm pretty sure his price would have dropped a little bit by now as well. Yeah. Because he didn't start the best and he didn't finish the end of last year the best. Well, there's a couple I noticed, and I know you can sort, we'll talk about this right at the end, but you can sort um, by who's hot and who's cold. And I thought there's a few on the cold list that are of value at the moment because they've dropped a little bit. We'll get to. Uh, back to the Panthers game. Burton scored big. Fisher-Harris, as we said. Capewell and Yao are Real great option. For, oh, for the super for coach. coach, yeah, just quickly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Fisher Harris looks like he could be. Um, um, he's priced pretty high, but um, he's scoring yep, heaps five, of points. Six, so, yeah. um, yo, you probably should have got him last week if you or earlier if you hadn't, because he's he's starting no, to, him to start, he's but yeah. putting money on every week. Capewell, his partner. Capewell is um, he's not going to make big money this week, but he should should consist and consistently make money over the next month or so. And he's punching out 60s and 70s, which is what you want from every player. Mm-hmm. So, um, Coruscant, obviously, he's, he could be the end up being the best super coach hooker in the game by the end of the season. So you probably want to hang on to him. But if he does drop at some point, you can sell him and make all that cash that you've got. Um, and back to the Roosters. Obviously, they all scored well. Uh, but, yeah, BMOZ... Uh, the whole left edge, they really played the left a lot. Um, yeah, that Crichton. That's Kiri's side. He, he yeah, got, they run, and it everything looks like it's done a bit quicker and a bit slicker down that left hand side mm. when when they go yeah. to the other side. So Morris, Morris, and obviously throw Teddy back in there, obviously, but Crichton scored quite well. Yeah, um, Cordner was pretty good. He did. How did he go? Um, sixty, I think, fifty-five, sixty. But they didn't play him at all, really. Like we said, That's what you want? And Manuel was sort of posted on the other side. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of worried about whether I keep Manu or not. He was well, I've had him from the start, and now it's like start. I don't know what to do with him. He's and just going the other way. He's sitting well. on my not bench at the moment. to him that often, but you know he's going to score an 80 or 100 at yeah. some point. So. That's right. Uh, Eels and Eagles? 19, Eels, 19, Eagles, 16. Oh, Obviously I'm, the controversy, Trev, going. Mate, all I'm going to say is my tips said it was a forward pass. Flat <laughs> out your ass. Mine didn't. I it in my wallet. No, but, but, but no, but in, in but in hindsight though, like I, I just think that the players have to actually pass the ball backwards to take out that doubt from the referees and the touch judge. Oh, not you can't life. not at that kind of pace, man. When you I would say I, line at that kind of pace, you can't throw it backwards. The bloke's got to be twenty meters behind you to nah. catch it behind you. I actually would argue he did throw it backwards, but anyway. Nah, but, no, but, but I know you're saying for, yes, yeah, for yeah. For the yeah. ball to end up behind where you are, running yes. at that kind of pace and getting completely stopped when you throw the pass, for it to land behind where you threw the fucking thing, he's going to have to be twenty meters behind you. Nah, but the <laughs> thing is, like, under Dave, like I know. What the ruling is about the ball going out the back of the hand, but the ball went a hundred meters forward as well. <laughs> oh, Jesus! It was Just one of the finest. I think is arguably the best <laughs> post siren touchdown I've seen this season. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. There was a blow up at the pub. The hands went backwards. That's mm. the rule. Um, 
And the ball was At the end of the day, you know, you can blow up and crack the shits about it, but Paris got the two points and That's Manly right. don't. That's and right. if Trev had money on it, he's got money in his wallet and we don't. It's one of those things. It's one of those things. mate of ours, mutual mate of ours that follows Paris, gave him a gobful. Yeah. And he ended up turning and going, well, it's not Paris' fault. And I went, Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was so oh yeah, you know you're right. Yeah. Trave down the pub. Yeah. Was, um, yeah, we're all down there on the Saturday, <laughs> and he's going, oh, it's a full pass, fucking carrying on." Um, I was pretty much the only bloke there that went, "Nah, fuck off, that's not a forward." That pass. was a forward. And then, um, oh mate, Annesley comes out ten minutes later. I'm like, "Oh, he's Smith, yeah, so I'll read that." Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 I, and what was my response? The same one I gave you. Yeah. My tip said it was forward. <laughs> <laughs> But like, well, I don't know what's to be gained from them coming out and saying we're wrong because yeah. all, all it does is make the fans feel like shit. Yeah. And, and like, and there's a few times last year. Oh, well, the big one I remember was the one two years back where um, Tigers had the Tigers penalty twice in front. Yeah. yeah, and okay, I said no, Tigers should have won the game. So, oh, that's heaps good. We get on. We didn't. So two points down the drain. Now you missed the final by one point. We don't get points back for it, so why come of, out and say anything? I think they're trying to, by coming out and say something, I think they're trying to stop the argument. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, so the, they, just take, causes they take the, you know, rather than the teams fighting against each other, they go, okay, we fucked up. You can yeah. you can all yell at the end. And I suppose it um, I suppose it does, does the, it diffuses a week of media arguments as well. Yeah. We just go, oh, well, they fucked up. And, and if they don't say anything, then they get hounded for four days and, you know. But the only what, thing what is, though, what did you think? Is Ben Cummins and that touch are just going to be. That's a good question. Yeah, they'll more than likely be around and around. I'd say so. I didn't... So um, the casuals got the arse, didn't they? So I <laughs> did. The casuals the call. Can you even blame Ben Cummins? There was a touch judge call, wasn't it? It was a touchy. Yeah. 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 I know, but it's still... Can you captain... I know... And at the end of the day... Can you captain challenge a forward pass? No. no it's the same bunk, under... Because the bunker, bunker can't... Yep. Yeah, the bunker can't call on... But like in, at the end of the day, it wasn't even the worst call in the world. Yeah, we can sit here nah. and say it wasn't nah. for all, was it? Like if you're at pace, as I was saying before, and you're looking down the line, like it's not a blatant. Big question. It wasn't a blatant forward pass. It big. wasn't a blatant thrown back. You know, it, it was a borderline call, and hey. he made the call. And Here's the question to ask you: If it happened in the first five minutes of the game, would we be talking about it right now? No, probably not. It would be no, no. probably no, not. Exactly. I was, <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah. Um, the game itself, what do you take out? Should Eels have actually won that game? Yeah. Yes. Were Eels a better team for... I think they were for yeah. the majority. Probably 60-something um, minutes. I think when Manly, Manly put their plays on, they were they looked better. Um, you know, They looked a bit better drilled with the Are ball. Are they the best set play with team? the ball? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they're, they're very well drilled, the yeah. Manly team. Like when they get put their wheels in motion, like they look pretty good. And um, But I think Parramatta probably looked the better of the defensive, defensively mm. drilled teams because um, they were under a lot of pressure at times in that game. And they, I don't think there was a bad player on the field. Well, you wouldn't say bad because there's no, but there's no bad players there. What's bad is your audio with your grade. microphone. You jump. Uh, fucking sorry. Yeah. He's talking from it's, the heart. Um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Eat a dick. See what you did there. Um, yeah. So talk us for a couple of them. Good players. Sorry, where was I? Oh, <laughs> your notes and just there it says eels and eagles. Yeah, as I said, I don't think there was. Um, Everyone's I don't good. Think there yeah. was anyone out there that was bad. Um, Moses had a day out again. He was. Um, every he's got plenty of knockers, but his his consistency this year seems. Is he front runner for the New South Wales seven? Oh uh, well, you have to be at the moment. Cleary hasn't played. Mm. Interesting test of the incumbents this year. Actually, no. He, 
it's a whole different ball game this year because the teams that finish in the finals are going to be front and centre there. That we'll never, if Para win the comp, we're being attacked by children. Reed yeah, Mahoney right. was awesome again. Made a whole heap of tackles and he's a, he's got a good spark out of the hooker. Dylan Brown. Sarah again. was a bit quiet. Uh, Dylan Brown is, yeah, he could be anything. He's a um, very creative player. He just sort of floats in and out of the game and if he's given structure, he, he can, he can how about that try have a lot of impact. How about that try he scored at on half time? Michael Sivo has gone into a centre position. They've given the ball to Sivo right? and they've all rushed up on Sivo and he's just popped out to Dylan yeah. Brown. Like, it was a set play easily. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because any other time, Sivo just goes right through. Yeah. No, it was, um, which might be, you know, very smart from BA because, um, Good on him. <laughs> hey, I, I said, and I did say Parramatta were going to score in half time. Did no Parramatta? They, they were both. Um, they, that was obviously the game. We said it looked like the game of the round, and I'm pretty sure it was. Um, yeah, both both packs super impressive, strong. Now a lot of players would have had um, a lot of coach, super coach players would have had a lot of those team players from both teams in their squads, and I guess there can just be some weeks where you just. Across the board, there's not going to be big super coach scores because good teams are going to meet each other and bring it down a little bit. And yeah, especially some... in your your positions that rely on attacking attacking stats, yeah. so your fullbacks and your centers, and um, obviously your back rowers. That's a cream on top. Yeah. So when they don't get that, they get sixty, and obviously when they've got um, some offloads and stuff, they get up towards ninety. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, I was super impressed in that game. Um, they're the two to beat, I think. Mm, I agree. Sharks Cowboys twenty six sixteen, the Ramey and Molitano show for a lot of it. Um, what would you, as a Sharks fan, make of it, Barn? Oh, I wasn't overly impressed to be honest. <laughs> it was a pretty scrappy game of footy, and um, the Cowboys were um, their attack was down a lot compared to the week before. And as I think as I said, I mentioned the week before, the, I noticed there was a few teams that had really big wins and um, were very enthusiastic the week before that were a lot that were down a lot the following week. So I think you're going to see a few more ups and downs in um, different teams just going on energy. But um, oh, the Cowboys killed themselves. They made 18 errors, I think it was. It was like, and yeah, sorry. 17 errors and 28 missed tackles. Like, yeah. it, you're making it hard for yourself when you're doing Mate, that. And one, one of those errors, which was crucial, uh, actually led to a Cronulla try. Yeah. And that when uh, Raymond picked up the ball and see you later. Yeah. Shut the gates. Your takeaway from that, Trev? Do you see much of it? Uh, I've got to watch uh, parts of it. And I, like, I, wasn't really, I, I wasn't really impressed with the game. I thought uh, both teams were still scrappy. Uh, Cronulla obviously got the two points, got the tro- got the chocolate soldiers, but I, I just think uh, both teams should just uh, move on and don't want too much into the game. Interesting bounce back for the Cowboys this week because they're down a few bodies, but um, we'll talk about that soon. Uh, uh, and, and Graham were pretty quiet, mm. which is um, unusual, but um, Johnson was better than he has been over the last um, couple of weeks. Got a little more involved. Um, Jordan McLean is possibly even someone you might even look at super coach. I think he'd be a lower-priced front rower, and he's pumping out good stats at the moment. Mm. He, he had has. a really good game. He, um, yeah, he did. I just I've noticed he's. He seems to have picked up a little bit just with his work rate, just in the last couple of weeks. So I don't know if it's because I'm watching him more or he's having a bit more of an impact. But Cohen Hess just picked it up a little bit. 
Uh, back into the starting side this week too, yep. apparently. He's had a bit so of, um, it looks like he's building back to something. Looks like he had a bit of a resurgence there, but then they dropped him back to the bench for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, he seems to be going better than he was this time last year. That's for sure. Okay, next big upset of the round. Knights 34, Raiders 18. Andrew McCulloch, 61 tackles, led from the front in the new colours. Uh, takeaways, Trev. See much of it? Yeah, I did. Hey, well, well, I'm going to jump on here and I'm just going to say... Are you going to get on the bandwagon? No, I'm not going to jump oh. on the bandwagon, but I'm just going to say Bradman best lived up to his name. <laughs> yeah, absolute beast, man. How big is he for an 18-year-old? Mm. Hey, he's a man-child. <laughs> he's a man-child. Run, running That's straight over, guys. Hey, he's a man-child, but he lived up to his name. Like Just uh, like, for our listeners out there, like you know, his first name... He's the last name of the greatest cricketer ever played, Don Bradman. I mean, just having the surname Best, like, <laughs> he has to live up to his name. <laughs> and uh, Vossi crowned him the Beast as well, so he's he's got the uh, the big triple triple B there. Uh, Strong man. It's going to be hard to stop, especially on the back yeah, of that yeah. cutout ball that Ponga floats across field oh, and yeah. fires Well, it. how good was he coming back? Um, like I said, McCullough's defence. Uh, you reckon Brisbane could have used someone that would have made 61 tackles in the middle the other night? Yes. Oh, easily. Yeah, might have helped. Um, and, in fact, maybe that's underplayed just what a big contributor he yeah, has apparently, been. Apparently, yeah, Broncos are lacking experience, so we'll let a bloke go that's played, what, 300 games and make 60 tackles a game. I think they got a – it was all done before – well, they got carried away before they saw the new style of play, really. Um, Canberra, Georgie Pie, what's happening? Oh, man, I, I, I just think uh, Canberra were just out in fuse, and the week before they've allowed the win – against Melbourne, go to the heads, and that was clearly evident at full time when Newcastle scores. And next we know, Cameron wants to turn back the time and bring out uh, the punches. Mm. Yeah, that was um, an interesting... Has anyone come from that? Was anyone even charged? Uh, not what I'm uh, aware of. No, I would have heard of that. No, I just realised I hadn't heard anything, so I hadn't thought of it. But yeah... <laughs> Would um, you rather have your team on the end of a beat and getting fired up and wanting to punch on or your team getting lapped by 50 and just... Walking um, off cheering. I'd rather seem... <laughs> I, I don't mind it. I would rather the enthusiasm happen in the first 79 yeah. minutes than the last one. Yeah, the thing that annoys me, like, you know, we'll just mention then, you know, what would you rather? Would you rather see your team get upset and start getting the biff on hmm. or would you like to see him at full time laughing with the opposition having a hug and a, yeah. yeah swapping jerseys like like what, what do you prefer I know like if they're biffing means okay well means this has hurt your pride yeah that's right at least they got something about it and Ricky Stewart as he said you know no excuses uh, for their they just played awful Jack Whiten where's he at this year oh he's been brilliant up until yeah. this week yeah man. it was just one same with Georgie mate I, I think they the week before, I remember thinking to myself, wow, look at this forward pack and noticing every one of them playing a role. This week, the only bloke I noticed was Papali. Mm. So, She's that, a that's, I think that's my big takeout out of it. I, I think they fail, their forwards clocked off and with that team, they can't. You, like With any team, if your forwards aren't doing the job properly, and, um, you're not going to get anywhere. And so everyone would have clamoured, uh, a lot of people clamouring to buy Georgie and Halfback, how'd he go? And is he a yeah, hold? He still is he out seventy points or something? Yeah. I think yeah, it was. He's still done good. Um, he's yeah, because he started around um, low three hundreds, I think it was. So he's a hold until he gets to around five hundred, and then you size up your options from there. So that's probably two or three weeks from now. Um, he's a 
He's a yeah, he's a super impressive player, man. Johnny, okay. it, it, he but he does need his forwards to get him on the front on the front foot. So, um, and let's flip it around. Newcastle been pretty good at the end of the day. They've um, they've uh, Sofidi's been really good. They've been punching out numbers. Glasby's been yeah, good. Clemmer's been awesome. They've now Clemmer's been back to his best, and now they've got two of the best strike backs in the game in Ponga, Brest, Did Pro, man, and Mitchell Pearce. Man get injured. Yes, he's um he's been named this week, but he's in doubt. So Texoy is probably going to end up playing six. <laughs> They've named um, I've written it down. Phoenix is someone else with a better name. Oh, Phoenix. Crossland Phoenix. Cross, Crossland Phoenix. Yes, okay. Uh, so and someone else is on standby too. So, yeah. but yeah, so but uh, they could do worse than putting Texoy in and having Pierce passing at the Hoy with Ponga and Best outside. Yeah. So they are three from four. There's something there too. They're competitive. Definitely well, they're still there. undefeated. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, the forwards are holding their own, and um, yeah, Ponga's got the X factor that every team looks for. Um, <laughs> Pierce wasn't impressive, but you know he's he did a job. There'll be games where he is impressive, and they'll you know they'll look like the world beaters. So. Yeah, so, yeah, good signs if you're a Knights fan. Uh, Titans 22, Tigers 20, 28, Tigers 23. Uh, yeah, this is a game I'll uh, go back to what you said earlier about enthusiasm. Um, Titans just hung in there, hung in there. Really enthusiastic. Um, a lot of turning around. Obviously, the template was set last week. A lot of turnaround kicks, turning around the Tigers' defence. Um, short kicks behind the line. Uh, they were they were pretty good, and Tigers just didn't have the energy they had the week before, uh, and would and were beaten. It's almost like ti- every time you had Tigers, every time Tigers had the ball as a Tigers fan, you felt safe. But then I don't you would have felt safe quite... when the ball was going to Nafaluma because he had one of the best games I think I've seen him play mm. for quite a while. He was yeah. in yeah. everything and setting up tries, making breaks, catching you know. Cut- Catching balls over the top of people. <laughs> Which he hasn't done for a while. Yeah. Um, was, um, it was actually BJ's though. best game as well for, for the Tigers. He, he got fired good. up for about 20 minutes and he yeah. played some really, really good footy. Did, he's for got, some he, reason, he, I think he needs to get angry to play good He does. Footy. What you said earlier, what you said last week, he's right. I think he's going to be a bench second rower. Come on and just... Well, when, yeah. he was, when he was at his best um, on the weekend, that's what he was doing. He was running straight at guys and yeah. you, know, you sort of get half beside them and then pass it on and... The, the play keeps moving, but mm. um, yeah, Harry Grant, tremendous. Um, we're talking a lot about the losers here, but that's because who I was focusing on. Uh, talk <laughs> about the winners' barn. They, they just sort of won. Sammy was good. Um, Kip Grave was well, good I think again. You, your forwards clocked off a little bit, which yes. didn't help you. But um, Mo Fodder Waker, he's um, he looks like a superstar front rower. Mm. He's, um, a little bit down on minutes, but he's having a massive impact. He runs the ball as hard as anybody that I've seen in the NRL at the moment. Um, Hipgrave again was was good on that edge. He's um, he, he's providing a link with the with the halves there. Ash Taylor with a bit more room does the six actually does seem to suit him a little mm-hmm. bit more than playing at the seven. Yep. Um, that forty twenty I think was a big turning point in that game that he yeah. kicked. Um, that just rolled and Dewey slid into it and all the rest of it that happened there. But yeah. that was a massive momentum turn of that. Uh, two players that we haven't mentioned yet, and I, I believe uh, one of them could be playing his way into an Origin jersey, even though the Titans haven't been doing that well. He's Anthony Don. And that, like, he's been uh, amazing. He's always, Solid winger. He's, Solid gi- he's always given his best each week. Yep. And another one is... Uh, Another player that's done well for him since he's 
uh, gone there since he came back from his mission. He's a young uh, Tonema Pau from the Melbourne Storm. Yeah, two games. Uh, Second and, game? Yeah. Yeah, he's been really that, like, good. He, like, he brought a real good enthusiasm and, and that into that Titans team and on the weekend. He's when just like a pinball, isn't he? Yeah. Just runs yeah. into blokes and the hair starts <laughs> flying everywhere. And, yeah. No, but a lot yeah, of like, energy. Like, like, in the past, like, over the last 364 days, you know, Titans team's down 12-0. They packed it in. And that, but he, him being there, because obviously he's, he came out of the Melbourne system it's like, no, guys, we can do this. And he had that enthusiasm. And him and Anthony Don, they, they played awesome for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, you got the other two as well, Sammy and Arthurs. They're talented individuals who sort of fall away at times, but they didn't do that this weekend, which obviously helped uh, helped a lot. Like, <laughs> poor old Benji, I don't know what's going on there, but we'll get to that yeah. <laughs> when we talk about that. Um Tackle busts. The Tigers made 38 tackle busts to 22 from the Titans. You know what I mean? So yeah. The stats do say that, you know, Tigers did have good, a really good chance to win that game. They just didn't ice it. They, there was a few times they were sort of running around in circles with yeah. each other. And There's a bit of clock. Uh, bit the, the, controversy, the controversy in that game was towards the end. Did the kick go 10 metres? Or didn't, but it bounced. Uh, yeah. But if he grabs it on the 10-metre line, isn't that... If one of our guys catch it inside the 10, it's a penalty. They let it bounce, thinking it'd be a penalty. Yeah, but if your guys are standing on the 10-metre yeah, line yeah, yeah. when they touch it, that's con- constituted yeah, as it depends. 10 metres, isn't it? Well, it depends, because the rules says the same as the sideline, same as the... the if it bounce, well, if they had a bounce backwards... It, I would assume it, yeah. if their foot is on the 10-metre line yeah. when they grab yeah. it, it's, it's, it's gone 10 yeah. metres. Because the ball wasn't... It looked like it went past the pain and then... Uh, the plane and then back, but when he actually grabbed it, it was within the ten metre line. But he had his feet on on yeah, the line. Yeah. So but that's where you got the rule that says from the kick off the ball must travel ten. Yeah. So even though his feet's on the line, the board, like you know, these are the rules that the board didn't actually travel ten. He grabbed it to make it go over ten. My first thought live was that's a penalty. It looked but like it sort of just. I don't yeah, know, it was, to it me was it tough. Like it might have just. If it bounces back, gone 10, if it had a bounce the other way. Uh, hit the ground and bounce back. Yeah, yeah. It would have been a penalty, but yeah. would have been. And a minute, the minute Titans got that ball, I knew they're going to score as well. So, yeah. but you should have oh, won yeah. that twenty minutes before then. That's right. Oh, definitely. Uh, we looked at most dangerous Harry Grant. He's a, he's a he straightened every time he had the ball. Just straightened us up. Kid. Did a lot of work. He's going to be a very very good player. Yeah. It was easy. I thought he was pretty much our best. To, uh, yeah, almost he, easy. Our best. Dewey he was second, okay. Second best super coach by this week. Yep, Brian which Bradman we'll talk best. about soon. Um, damn, not into it. And doggies twenty two, dragons two. Uh, this was the Candy Crush game of the week as I watched it on my phone. But um, <laughs> what happened, Trev? What did you see and what did you take away from it? Um, I, I just. Uh, what I expected from the dogs, they just can't turn up with that same attitude that they've had since we've came All the way back. through, yep. And that they've turned up with that real good attitude. And they had it last year too. And they had that, that's right. And we did mention they, that. They haven't got the the big stars on paper, but attitude makes up a lot and that was always going to win them the game. Yeah. And yeah, on the on the flip side, Dragons turned up with no attitude whatsoever. Um, but they got one of the best teams on paper. They just didn't, yeah, they just were in slow motion. It's the same thing, just no energy. And obviously all the chat since has been all about Ben Hunt and how much money he's taken up in the salary cap and all the rest of it. But, like, what do you do with him? If you're not going to play him at seven, you've got to play him at nine. And, you know, they're obviously not getting their money's worth out of him, but he's there. So you've you got thing. to try and make it work somehow, don't you? Here's the thing. Um, okay, so McGregor kept his job. 
had the meeting and kept his job. Yeah. What do you do when you're a team not interested? You've only got 25 players to pick from. I don't know if it's fair to say not interested, but seemingly not interested. Um, and we said, we'll get, and well, we, we Madge turn around and drop Benji. And there's a, thought, a school of thought, well, if you keep doing what you've always done, you're going to get the same results. So something had to change. Does McGregor say, fuck, you're gone. Go sit down, have three weeks off. We'll go with Clunes and um, what's his name? But you, you just pick it. They're picking Norm. Yeah, well, Norman's back to fullback now. But for two years now, it's been Hunt, Norman, Dufty, Ake, like, and they pick, hey, they still pick the same team every week. Just, just talking about Norman, I, I think uh, he needs to get off the bloke in a Barbie, mate. Yeah, he's always seemed to be in uh, those ads. Yeah. No. <laughs> so he's having one too many blokes He's got a couple it. of them He's got Munster in there as well That's right Gutho Yeah But um Like what do you what, First of all Should Madge still have his job And second What do you do if you're If you were here Oh not Madge McGregor McGregor Mary, Mary. Uh, Trev what would you do And what Should he still be employed First of all And what would, what would you be doing If you're him Okay Should he still be employed Question is Do they have them First question is, do they have enough money to pay for another coach? The answer is probably, probably no. Not. And I think well, that's probably what 1.4 mil or something. That's why they're keeping him in, because they can't afford to pay mm-hmm. him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, second, who would you put in there? I know there's talk of uh, Flanagan or Matt Head, because Matt Head's uh, still there. He's been there all, the whole way through, hasn't he? Yeah, mate, he's come and got... Gone. It's uh, Dean Young too, I think. That I heard. That was mm. the name that's it. Like Dean Young's been thrown up as well. But the thing is, like, I know if I was Paul McGregor, I would have just said, "Here you go. The players aren't playing for me. It's obvious and that may, may, he's got the team he's wanted. He's created that roster. Yeah. The Dragons could have got rid of him at the end of 2016." They had Jason Demetrio there, who was coaching the Cutters back then, who won the comp. Mate, and I reckon he would have taken his Dragons team to the next level. Over the years, the Dragons have had some like some great players from their club to coach them, like uh, Craig Young, Nathan Brown. They were great players. Not saying they weren't great coaches, but they weren't getting the results. But they walked away. They got stood down. They walked away. Barrett or whatever. And that. So, in the day, it's like, Mary, thank you. You've done what you've had to do. But it's clearly, I know the onus is on the players. The players need to have a good look at themselves. But at the end of the day, mate, it's been going on for too long now that the players don't want to play for you. And we got and you got new players in the club who just still don't want to play for you. Mm. Yeah. Barn? Yeah, well, mate, the, to me it says everything that the um, the fans have basically asked for his head pretty much every year since he's been there, um, except for 18 when they got to the semis or whatever it was, yeah. and even then they weren't happy because of the way they fell off a cliff just before they got to the finals. But, um, I don't know, mate, if they can't afford to pay him out, they're going to have to keep him, aren't they? So he's well, he's not going anywhere, he's yeah. Um, he wants to dig them out of out of what they're into, um, and he signed an extension. <laughs> like, uh, it, I think the trouble comes back to Norman and Hunt. So, is Norman a fullback? I don't think so. Um, is he a seven? Probably not. So you probably got to play him at six. Um, Hunt has been well, the best footy he's played in the last three years has been at hooker for Queensland. So. 
Um, I know you got McGinnis there, but he's only he's making seventy odd tackles and four or five hit ups a game. So why not play him in the back row or you know play him at lock? And he can do that in the middle with Hunt, you know, because Hunt's stats, his tackle stats were awesome in for Queensland. So yeah, that's going to fix up a middle problem. But um, obviously, don't know the ins and outs of the structure. Kloon looked okay, but a little bit overwhelmed. He could probably fit into the seven with Norman outside him, but. Yeah, I don't know. I think they probably should have, as Trev said, punted him a few years ago, but they chose to stick with him, and I think they're pretty well stuck now. So I don't even until any changes there, we might all agree. Um, like there's rumour going around that the board's given him another four weeks of confidence. Yeah, right. But what's going to change? Yeah, that's right. What's going to change in four weeks? Gotta, I don't know. Oh, yeah, cha- James Graham's on his last legs. There's a few blokes here that like. Yeah, well, that's a, that's a point out of that game, actually. Like, you, 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 your lock doesn't play 40 minutes. Yeah. There's no lock that plays 40 minutes, and he played 40 minutes. So yeah. you may as well put him on the bench and play him as the bench front yeah, rower right. and get a fit young kid in there to play yeah, 60, 80 minutes at lock or yeah. McGuinness or McGuinness can do, or Just play McGuinness in that. Tarek Sims could even play, you know, Tarek yeah. Sims. Yeah, be yeah. a pretty good lock, you know what I mean? Play some Frizzell, they're Let's um, let's agree that um, because it, it is not we we're not going to have an answer here, and it's pretty boring. Until something changes at Dragons, let's brush them every week because we're not going to we're not going to give them any more advice than they're going to get, are they? So no, no, um, just stick out of their coach, and they'll do what they're going to do, and they'll either win a couple or they'll just keep losing yeah. the way they are. So this is the first thing I've banned this year. So. Boring coach Dragons McGregor, talks but McGregor talk's gone. McGregor talk's gone. But, yeah, until something uh, good happens. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that wraps it up. Any super coach highlights, Barn? Or we, or any other pointers for the week before we in and out of round four into round five super coach wise? Oh, well, the, the two trades, as I mentioned earlier, Bradman Best and Harry Grant are going to be brought into pretty much every team this year, this weekend, if they haven't, or this week, if they haven't already been brought in earlier. Because one's set to make over 100,000 and the other's set to make about 80,000. They're both punching out scores that are the best going around in their position, and um, it doesn't look like it's going to stop. So. Um, yeah, the, I dare say they'll be the trades that everyone's going to be um, aiming for this weekend. If you've already got one or two in, there's probably another couple of guys that you could have a look around at. As I said earlier, uh, Fudawaka from the Titans looks like a serious front rower, and he's been, I'm pretty sure he's been producing pretty well at, in the Super Coach. Um, well, Ponga's going to, you know, he's still got a break even of about eight, I think, mm. and he's priced it. Close to six hundred, seven hundred thousand. So if you don't get him in the next week or two, it's going to cost you a lot more to get him. Same with Tommy Turbo, um, and Tedesco would be in the same thing. That, that's the worst part about it. You can't get all three of them into your team. Yeah. You just can't do it. But it'd be brilliant if you could. Um, you're you're going better than I am in the Super Coach, so I'm having an absolute busted of a season. So um, a couple uh, just. Because I, I was just out of interest looking through Supercoach give an option to sort by who's hot and who's cold. Mm-hmm. And a couple that were on the cold list, or someone was on a cold list that stood me, and the only reason is because he plays a bench, but Chris Lawrence is now starting back row. Yep. He's probably going to play 80 minutes. That's He's probably. a much better defensive centre uh, second row than Luke Garner at the moment. Uh, I believe Garner's only out because he had the throat thing, so he might play, but... Okay, yeah. Uh, which I only discovered late after I'd done my notes. But Lawrence, if he's going to play 80 minutes, he's... Going to probably make fifty tackles and um, have a couple of, and have made quite a few meters. But he was someone that thought in the cold list. Uh, and Latrell 
if you're looking for a centre, I think he's still a bit expensive, but he's gonna his points are gonna be going up very quickly. Yeah, yeah, he'll be making he'll be making money very soon. He's put in pretty two pretty good super coach yeah. performances. I mean, for me, I'm gonna I, I got hyped up with some of those Broncos forwards, which in the next few weeks my goal will be to offload some of them. Yep. Um, as I did your thing, I offloaded Wade Egren for Harry and um. Hey, what do you think? And Ben Hampton for Brabham Best. Very good move because so I've got a bit of cash play for next week. Well, what do you think for Supercoach Ruffy Ben Teo coming back? What's he worth at the moment? Oh, I'm not quite sure. I'm not honest. sure if he's been priced up. He might yet. Be pri- I dare say he'd be priced around five hundred thousand because he was doing pretty good things before he left. Um, he's going to no, be doing a lot of work. Gonna, <laughs> he's going to be a big in for Brisbane. Um, they're crying out for leadership. The bloke's been around. Obviously, rugby league and rugby union for a long time. He's professional. I've, I don't think I've ever heard anything about him. Like uh, he well, had an argument back at the Tigers when he was about twenty, but that was, that's why he left. You know what I mean? But like, that, ever since he's been fine. No, um, man. Like he's, he's a complete he's a professional, and um, he's a very good defensive back rower with with good ball skills as well. So he, he should. He's an origin level. He's an international second definitely, rower. Definitely. Simple yeah. as that. He's, an inter- he's an international rugby union player too. That's right. <laughs> Um, so, salute and slap, should we do that? Yeah, well, um... How are we going to last week? You got yours? We've already touched on mine. Brett Morris is going to be, um, going to be my salute for this weekend. Have you got a slap? Oh, just because i got a new sound effect I want to use, so go. <laughs> <laughs> I've already written it down, but I want to press this button. <laughs> oh, well, why don't we just go with your running theme of the dragons? Like, they're just... <laughs> Everyone yes. else is All right, let's kick them while they're down. <laughs> it's the old Cambo slipper. Get in, yeah. There we go. There. All right, anything for you, Trev? That's good. Cool. Uh, oh. Yeah, sorry. Get, yeah, Mary was getting back up. I didn't back down. Sorry. Get, get down there. <laughs> sorry. All right, he's asleep. Yes, Trev? Yeah, no, mate. Oh, I just uh, thought uh, Bradman Best was pretty good. Mm. No, like, like I... I Oh, I need a cheering thing. Hang on. No, no, no. no. <laughs> no, no. Is that a bad one? Yes, yeah. yeah Brad 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 and let's hear it for Tex Hoy. Bradman has to go close to being the most um, the player to make the most money ever in Supercoach this week as well. There. Wow. He's coming up with two hundred plus scores in his first two games, so. If he gets even an average score, he's going to make incredible amounts of money this week. Let's. Uh, any other news items you want to touch on before we look at some more footy? Uh, guys, just uh, some news. I believe uh, Benji Marshall has been stood down for breaking COVID rules at, Bow- at the Tigers <laughs> training. Apparently, uh, kissed a reporter. Yeah, nice. I saw that. Who was it? I got no idea. Uh, Melissa Bishop was the reporter in question, buzz. and it wasn't Buzz. It wasn't Buzz. He was he was waiting for Josh Reynolds. Yeah, are you um, Michelle Bishop. Michelle Bishop. It was, yeah, sorry. Michelle. Yes. I know you probably you might be listening because I know you got me on Facebook. Uh, hope you're doing well. Hit him up. Yeah, good. <laughs> Hit him up. Don't leave him down. <laughs> <laughs> Alright um, No <laughs> There's bad implications there um, Poor Trev um, Let's get to the hey, footy she, She's a happily married uh, woman mate Oh I'm sure she is We all are um, I know she listens to this show Hang on This is what's coming oh, for me yeah, later <laughs> Alright so uh, And Josh Reynolds was had a false negative And um, has a Twitter feud with Buzz at the moment So good for them 
Manly Broncos, 7.50 from Central Coast Stadium. Manly's won eight of the last nine up there. For the Brisbane Broncos, Oates goes into the back row. Coach on the wing, Staggs is back into the team. And Ben Teo debuts. Lodge and off Hangawe into the starting lineup. Hey, Joel off Hangawe, you know, like he's... No, we'll help them out. Fit, fit like we're looking at him forage. Brisbane unchanged. Trev, you go first here. What are you going to do for Thursday night? Are they win by 50 or not? Uh, I reckon uh, Manly will win the game. I reckon the Broncos will improve, but, I, they're, but they're going to improve, say, by 30 points in defence. <laughs> How diplomatic of you. Oh, no, Tafua. Let's notice that. Huh. Sorry, Bone, what do you think? What happened to Tafua? No, it says outs Tafua. Yeah, okay. I'll just double check the team then. No Siren and no Tafua. Let me find out. Well, obviously, um, Brisbane have got to clean up that middle because they just, as Vossi alluded to 50,000 times on the coverage, the highway through Brisbane going down the middle there, and they oh, they conceded, what, 40 points oh. back through the guts? Like, Sorry, uh, um, yeah, I just remembered who mine was. Darius Boyd. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Like, he just doesn't want to be there. He should have scored two tries last week, too. There's the grub, the chip over the top he should have caught, didn't want any part of. And there was another one. And then. Yeah, his defense is. Defense is awful. Like, go away. All right, you're going to make your 900,000 for your misses this year. Never want to see you again. (laughs) All right. What's going to happen this game, Barney? Um. Yeah, I'm sort of the same opinion as Trev. I think Brisbane will put up a better showing, but um, I can't see him getting close to Manly, so I think Manly will put him away by about 20. I had him by 40, but yeah. I think it'll be a doubt for Manly. I think the centre's going to carve up. Um, the forward's going to carve up. Now, the forward's the thing is on paper. It's an awesome, awesome clash of a forward back. But I don't yeah, know what it means anymore. But, um, yeah. That right side defence for Br- Brisbane... You're just going to get torn to shreds. Exactly. Turbo's just going to chime in every time he wants and That's just right. go, I'm going to score, or someone either side of me is going to score, yeah. or, or my brother's going to score two back. Or Dylan Walker's going to score. Or whatever. Stags, Stags back helps one side, so <laughs> let's just go the other way. Well, we, yeah. We saw, we saw the template with East last week. I don't even need to spend too much more time on that. Any final words there? Yeah, uh, no. Warriors Cowboys, 6 p.m., on the Friday night, uh, Hiku and Parsi have been named an extended bench, but not named yet. Cowboys lose Hampton, Glanville, and Asiata. Uh, Tamalolo is on the extended bench, so probably going to end up playing. Just waiting on clearance there. Few big outs for Cowboys, really, um, but is it enough to make a difference, Barn? Um, no, I'm actually looking forward to watching the young fella, Hazem Tabao Fidel, come in. Um, he killed it at the nines. He's got um, math. He's got huge amounts of pace, and if um, he can form up a, if um, Holmes is back to where he was the previous week, with those little tip-ons down the side, um, I can see him having a pretty good night out. To be honest, yeah, he, I reckon he's probably the quickest person in rugby at the moment. Yeah, he looked like lightning at the nines, man. Um, to see him in person was, um, yeah, like there was one that I saw at O'Carg make a break and it made the hair stand up on the back of the neck and there was another one with him and uh, they're just lightning. And another one was Mitchell uh, Moses, surprisingly enough, but he's got some he's good acceleration. <laughs> uh, Lolo, obviously Tamalolo is a massive um, a decider whether he comes back or not. If he comes back, 
I can't see um, I can't see the Warriors getting anywhere near them. Um, if he's not there, obviously, the uh, Warriors have got a decent decent pack, but Tamalolo just he beats packs on his own. So yeah, um, yeah, I've got Cowboys um, thirteen plus. Oh, sorry, one to twelve. Mm-hmm. I think it will be um, a little bit closer. The the Cowboys surprised me with how their attack went from you know hundred percent the week before to back down to around fifty. So. I've just made an exclusive decision in my brain um, because it's my show and do what I want. Uh, each game going forward, we, it takes me a while to take. I thought it should tell us, it take me four rounds to think of this. Each game, we should nominate a super coach staff for the game. Yep. A prediction and a first try scorer. There you go. First try scorer for yeah. every game. <laughs> I'll give you no notes. We'll do that next week. Yeah, super coach staff for this week. Um, oh, Val Holmes in that game. If anyone will star, it'll be Valentine Holmes. Cool. Trev, anything uh, else you would add for the game? No, I'm pretty happy. Well, I just think it'll just be a good, uh, tough game. Beautiful. Um, it, yeah, it should be a physical game. You mentioned earlier about Don playing Origin. If you had to pick one, Feld or Don? Well, Don's a New South Welshman. Oh, is he? Yeah. Huh. How about that? <laughs> I'd pick Feld. Who plays Origin Just on the pace. wing? You pick you, Corey Oates is surely gone, so yeah. I suppose gay gay guy's still going, right? Oh, yeah. they probably they probably still go with him. They're <laughs> in trouble this year, Queensland, aren't they? They're in awful I, I, trouble. I, I, but yeah, I wouldn't say they're in trouble, but I would. They won for over a decade. They can get fucked. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> them. All right, Friday. The main event on Friday, Eels and Panthers from a Bankwest Stadium. Cleary's back for para. Burton moves to the bench, which pushes Kenny out. Uh, it's James Tamo's 250th game. Yeah, and he's still playing as good as ever, as yeah. I said earlier. Um, his last couple of games have been super impressive. He's um, he's a rock, that bloke. He uh, gets through so much work. Mm. Um, Burton to the bench surprised me a little bit. I've, I would have gone the other way with Luai back to the bench, but I'm not a first-grade coach, so what does that matter? Um, but you know what? You know what you are? You're a super coach. No, I'm fucking average at that as well. <laughs> I'm fucking below average. He's a mediocre <laughs> coach. <laughs> Actually, I think I might have just ticked back over fucking average. Mm. <laughs> just over the halfway mark. Uh, Nathan Brown, big in for power too. Huge. Yeah, very Machine. good. Um I like the way he gets um, his offloads and attack that sparks them off mm. the back of that. And um, as we just mentioned earlier, Moses with a bit of pace and um, Mahoney acceleration around the ruck, getting the getting the flop back off Nathan Brown. Yeah, I can. Um, I I can't see the Panthers beating the Eels, but I think it'll be pretty close. Um, both both packs match up pretty well. Yes, I think um, maybe the Eels might have the edge just on the, the might have that little bit. Extra strength and size on the edge. Well, the back row, yeah. Uh, Lane, Matheson, and Brown versus Kickow, Capable, and Yo. Some workhorses in there. Yeah, and um, yeah, I think Eels might just have that bit of extra size and pace on the on the outside edges, and uh, Eels one to twelve. Michael Jennings first try scorer. Yeah, on that way. Michael yep. Jennings yep. first try scorer. Right. Mark See Mark Trev's words. Man, I like how you said that as a soundbite too. So if it happens, you could, I could just cut it out cleanly <laughs> and just be that on loop for three minutes on our Facebook page. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts on the match? <laughs> That's what I did. I only tipped three winners over um, the Spring Carnival, and I've got a fucking racing podcast. But anyway, <laughs> it's not what you know. It's how many videos you make. Um, Trev, yeah, any other thoughts on the game? 
Uh, people just need to remember that uh, Penrith gave Parramatta their first defeat at Bankwest uh, last season. Uh, it'll be a good game. I love these Battle of the West games. They're always good. Like, they, Haven't it been some massive seesaw ones too? Yeah, that's right. the game of the round, to be mm. honest. And that, it won't be boring. The, the only thing, like I know people love saying, yeah, it's the Battle of the West, Battle of the West, it's going to be great. But what I love most about when these two clubs play each other, I've seen the Battle West and the junior reps, and that, that's mm. where you see the more of the fierce the rivalry. Uh, like, it's a shame that you don't really see that same rivalry in first grade, but it, it is there, though. Yeah. And with some of these players, like, uh, coming up against Penrith for the first time, left Penrith going to Parramatta, mate, it's going to be a great game. It should be uh, exciting overall. Uh, but I think Parramatta should win. I think Parramatta might put some points on them. Tipping a few big scores this week. I just think Parra might. I don't know if know what they're in for. Where do you see Parra getting their points? Uh, through the middle? Through the middle. Yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tough one, isn't it? Yeah, just if because. Gutho does have a day, you know. Gutho I just think. Uh, day, I think yeah. halves. I think coming back, um, I would have played Burton as well. And. Um, a couple of weeks off. Yeah, I was going to say through the middle, but, you know, Coruscant will do a decent enough job on Mahoney, so. Yeah. Um, be interesting. Just be I think it'll be a ripper game. Bro. Yeah. Hey, don't let me talk you out of what you're doing. No, I'm just thinking, yeah. Plus. You made me think about it more. 13 plus? You, you're just graying me up a little bit. <laughs> Michael Jennings, first try. Like 13 plus. Parramatta, 13 plus. Yeah. There's your in-game multi. Dylan Brown, super coach, though. We had another 100 points this week. Down with him. So, there we go. Um, I'll go with Gutho. Super coach, though. Yeah, just that. Jeez, a lot of firepower. Just, yeah. Guthrie through the middle there, but... Fisher like said, Harris you, you, is your safe bet. You'll probably get your 75, 80 mm. points. Oh, and obviously Madison. He's been doing. Yeah, Madison. Madison will be out there. All right, Bunnies and Titans, the uh, Candy Crush game of the week. 3 p.m. on this. It won't be because I'll be watching the races. Uh, 3 p.m. on <laughs> the Saturday afternoon. Uh, big ins for Bunnies, though. They get um, Jimmy the Jet and Cody Walker back. Mm-hmm. And haven't lost to the Titans since 2014. Tyrone Roberts potentially back as well. <coughs> yeah, so we're back looking at the um, the South versus Titans match. Uh, I think the key matchup in this game is going to be the halves. And I think, um, yeah, obviously with uh, Cody Walker coming back in, that just strengthens South um, incredibly. He's... Um, He's basically the catalyst for most of their good attack, um, whereas obviously Reynolds sets it up and um, Cody Walker off the top of his head does his magic on the on the edges. Uh, I can see the Titans probably being a little bit flat after the their win uh, this weekend, so I'm, I'm expecting Souths to put the Titans away um, by quite a good score. Um, Look for look for Latrell to get very interested, especially if they're up by about eighteen points. <laughs> He's a great. Just get in there. <laughs> He's a great flat track bully. There's four tries on here today, and yeah, yep. off he goes. But um, yeah, I can see South doing a number on the Titans. Trevor, I, I I think South Sydney. You got a few players back. Uh, I think I'll go alright. Good chat. <laughs> yep. uh, just looking at the uh, who's gone cold thing. Well, Patrick and Mago number one, meant to be back oh, for, he is too. Sorry, yep. he, he's but, meant to be back for South City, mate. He is. He's on he's the bench. Great. He was just unlucky not to just get injured in that uh, first game of the year. And now the the very top of the gone cold list is Adam Reynolds, and 
I don't think he's probably a long-term fullback, halfback option this year compared to what else he can get. But the he's about 400,000 and he's, I think he'll finally turn around this week and have a game out. Um, and it'll be set, it'll be Latrell's game, I think. Yeah. It'll be the Latrell show, it'll be all headlines. Latrell finds his feet, it'll be four tries, three assists, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, um, Adam Reynolds is a tough one because his average games generally cancel out his big ones, mm. if you know what I mean. Because yep. by the time you've held him for that long, um, prices up and down and, you know, flat performances, but then he does have the really big games, especially when Souths are on a roll. Um, but, um, yeah, uh, Reynolds has never really been a massive option in Supercoach in the halves. What about an Ethan Lowe? Uh, Where are they at in life? Years ago, he was he was, um, he was a stud for Supercoach. <laughs> he just did so much work. And um, being off the bench hurts. Mm. Supercoach, you want big minutes. And, um, and Sue has been one we've all been... So. Yeah, before you and um, yeah, so he's been good. I didn't jump on. I spruiked it to everybody, and everyone else jumped on, which is the story of my season. But um, yeah, <laughs> sounds like my should have been on. <laughs> that's for sure. Mm. So final comments here. I think yeah, bunnies will do a job. Hopefully, they get the Sydney Quaddy and can pay for enough to have a bet in the Knights and Storm game at five thirty. Uh, Kurt Manning out, as you mentioned. Fitzgibbon's back in. Riley Jacks has been named at halfback for the Storm. That's this the one you were looking for, Riley Jacks. Riley Jacks, no, yeah. What, what I think, this is what I would do if I was Craig Bellamy. I'd throw Cameron Smith in the halfback. It's funny you mention that. The big cheese in the hooker. Mm-hmm. Riley Jacks is the 14th man. I, the talk was today that's exactly what's going to happen. You know, yeah, when you've got two international players, you may as well play one of them, well, both of them. Uh, and, yeah, that was the talk today. Obviously, we're getting Papanhausen versus Ponga. And uh, Vunavali scored eight tries in his last six games against the Knights. Oh, there you go. What are we taking out of this game? This might be a better game. He'll, be, line, he'll be lining up with Edric, won't he? Yeah, so it's a ripper game. Actually. Edric Lee's been a... Two seven-foot blokes jumping. It's been Edric Lee's best season for a while, too. Yeah. Um, yeah he, he, he went uh, pretty decent at the Sharks there. He sort of regained his form and then dropped off a little bit. But um, yep, Getting cuddles on here. Keep talking. Um, the... I don't know Cameron's. I don't know if Cameron Smith is as effective as a half as he is. There we go. Like just um, being joined by uh, <laughs> the young other guy. Young. Very yeah. off to bed. Works works good as a controlling half, but I'm not sure how um, how much he he will set up. He, I think he's better off at the fa- at the face of the play where it's um yep. with these shorter balls rather than having to try and swing it out wide. But, um, All he's doing in playing there, I guess, is putting a lot of monsters. You know, monsters going to be running a lot of plays, then. Yeah, of course. But yeah. The, yeah, you already mentioned the cheese. He needs to play more minutes, man. Like it, it, it's such a waste to see him sitting there. Obviously, it's brilliant for Melbourne, and you know, but for him personally, I'm sure he it'd sting a little bit. And, oh yeah, you know, because he deserves to be running around controlling the team. You know what I mean? But um, I think I'm he- actually going to swing uh, with the the Knights here. Uh, one to twelve, uh, they've from in, they've had just had a bit that bit more um, excitement in their attack than the Storm have. Obviously, they've got Munster and Pappenhausen, but it's um it it was sort of spluttering at the start of the season before we went on a break, and then the first week back it was again it was a little bit scrappy last week. It, it improved, but I'm I'm tipping the Knights to get uh, to scrape home with a one to twelve win in this game. Trev. Yeah, I think uh, I'm going to go with Melbourne. 
But like they're building up to something. And if, as I said, if they go with Cameron Smith in half, uh, Brendan Smith in hooker, I think that'll be a good option for them. I'm going to go with Newcastle as well um, for the upset. I think um, just strike across the field is uh, is Cameron Smith going to have a Jonathan Thurston last year? Like where he just splutters out a bit and Mate. age catches him quick. I don't know if he's still with us. I know he's you know, Cameron Smith, but it's just starting to feel a little bit that way. I think um, they've got a lot of town like Jesse Newcastle, explosive players all across the field. They get a bit of a roll and all of a sudden they 12, Melbourne find themselves 12, point, 12 points behind early and, and it's um, a bit of a scrape back. The Storm won last week, but they had the highest missed tackle count of any team with 45, which is not what you expect from Melbourne. So, And um, they said with with that uh, the X-factor and explosive attack that um, Newcastle have, like, if they're going to give up 30 or 40 missed tackles, Newcastle... You can't miss tackles when you've got Pongus in your finger and you've got Best and Leon one. Yeah, it's... Well, yeah. Broncos got beaten by 60 and missed 44 tackles. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, it says something for Melbourne's scramble and their structure, but... Um, it's but also South... great stuff. Really, also South's explosive weapons when you've got Latrell... Like, you got Latrell there at fullback, but there's not a lot of other... You don't have a lot of other pace around for yeah. South right now. True. Uh, Campbell Graham. Johnson. Mm, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I can see the Knights. Um, I can see the Knights on the back of. They they've, been, they've been so strong. Their their forward pack has been for you know they're not they don't get the raps of all the other big packs, but they've been doing a doing a job and beating most teams most weeks. So. Uh, Daniel Safedi's come out of his. Mm, he's grown up. He's I think that's Clamour. I think Glamour's dragged him up, to be honest. And also, like, playing Origin and... Yeah. yeah. It's given him that... Oh, he'll be, play, he'll be nearly first pick this year for Queensland. Um, Tigers Raiders, 7.30. Yeah, but yeah, Newcastle Storm's almost the other match of the round, really. It's been apparent. Uh, Tigers Raiders, 7.30. Uh, Canberra, not many... Uh, no changes, so I've got written here. Now, we can talk about, we won't talk about with um, Madge, but he's put the axe through Jennings, Garner, Clark, Walters, and Benji. Uh, Garner is an injury I've since discovered, which is my notes here. So, Reynolds in at half, uh, at 5'8". Musgrove start, starting prop. Lawrence starting second row. Chikan back on the bench, who I thought has been lucky to be missing out. And Russell Packer, the uh, bench prop for his first game in three years. Yeah, right, Benji. First of all, Benji being dropped. Trevor, you can go first as the... Uh, Resident. Oh, I think he's above been, average. I, I, I think he's been half done, but hard done boy. Now, like, what, yeah. he's played one, like, not as good of a good game, but this year he he's been their backbone, and now he's getting punished for one game when all the other guys should have been punished a long time ago. Pardon? Yeah, well, yeah, I mentioned it to you, mate, when we heard about it. Like, um, Benji's probably been the most consistent bloke out in the, out there in that Tigers team. Um, yeah, they got confused and lost their way last week. I, I don't understand uh, Benji being dropped. If he wanted to get Reynolds in, I'm sure he could have done it another way instead of dropping Benji. Oh, you, you, you know, you could drop Billy Walters, for example, and just play <laughs> Reynolds off the bench. But if you want to get that message across, you would have been better off sacking two or three big guys and just going, look, it's not up to standard. Yeah, you know what I mean. I th- yeah, the thing is, if that again, if that last kickoff bounces the other way, Benji slotted the winning field goal pretty calmly, yeah. and we win the game, and we're th- what three from four, and life goes on. And I think um, 
I get what he said. I hundred percent agree. As a long-suffering Tigers fan, thought he said during a week about how it's, the culture's all wrong and consistently. Yeah. And uh, and you shared a great tweet the other day, Barn, about how they've beaten Melbourne the last two years and beaten whoever else, and they yeah, keep getting done by the shit ones. Keep getting done by the Bulldogs, tigers, lost by Bulldogs, and yeah. But um, I think that's to me. I look at it and go, how are we going to beat Raiders without Benji? Is the first thing I think. Um, but then there's also the other in his defence in a weird way is that until something changes, what's going to change? So I don't know if it would have started Benji, but something had to be done. Well, I thought you uh, basically most of your pack clocked off for about 20 to 30 yeah. minutes. And I think that cost you the game more than, you know, and as I said, I probably would have gone with three or four of those blokes out and get some kids mm. in first. But I don't, I mean, and if Garner comes back and that's fine, but Orange is a defensive second row is fine. Um, Musgrove, they've got wraps on. I guess it's getting them started. Musgrove, Pack, I don't know if Pack is in this sort of game. That's the last you, time he played a game. Three years ago, and you're going to put him in, in this sort of pace of game? He's, you're lucky to play for 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> Get 20 out of him. Reynolds, it will suit, Reynolds will suit this style of game, mm-hmm. but he's very much a grubber behind the line sort of player, a run the ball a lot more. I guess this is basically almost a way of handing the team to Luke Brooks and saying, well, to your team now, Brooks. But Harry Crown's been tremendous, I'll say that. Um, before oh, we speak- I think with uh, Reynolds coming in, he just brings that enthusiasm that they need. Yeah, I guess that's probably what looking forward to, just a bit of pump-up, G-up stuff. Um, we've talked enough about them because they're probably not going to win. Raiders, what about them? Back to, you know, they'll down enthusiasm as well. They'll be fired up this week, I think. Um, if they're fired up the same way they were in that 79th minute, they should uh, be ready to play this week. <laughs> yeah, it was ugly from the Raiders last week. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I can't tell you what happened there. Hopefully something happened that the coach knows <laughs> that something happened during the week because otherwise you're searching for some answers there. But, um, yeah, I can't see him putting two bad games back-to-back. And, um, yeah, the Tigers, that was probably one of the worst performances of the year. I don't, that was <laughs> It was a horrible game. And, um, yeah, I can see the Raiders putting a score on your boys. Yep. Uh, super coach guys there. Um, I will – Georgie Pie has been scoring really well the last few weeks. Um, he's still at a decent price. Um, if you keep scoring the way he's going, he's probably worth bringing in. Um, Papali's just uh, solid as every week. It's just what you get out of him all the time. Uh, no Faluma absolutely killed it last week. Cost me my um, Super Coach League match in the Footy and Froffies League because <laughs> he captained um, No Faluma and I took the captaincy off Ponga and put it on Arrow as a safe option, which ended up costing me about 190 points <laughs> and I lost by about 120. You've had a, real, you've had a, hot, you've had a hot week, man. <laughs> I've had a hot year, man. Congratulations, I've, man. I've basically broken every rule of Super Coach this year and it's fucking cost me dearly. <laughs> And I know better. That's the worst part of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, where are we, Raiders? Um, Hodgson, I've actually punted him this week, so um, get on because he'll probably score 4,000 points because I got rid of him to bring in um, Harry Grant. But that did free up about $400,000 for me, so uh, that's another thing to look at. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Have you got anything in there? No, I think... Um, Harry Grant's going to... If he Grant, keeps getting 70s... No, I think so. Um, the Senate... Yeah, they're not guys you're going to rush out to buy, but you Curtis Scott's and Croker's will score this week. Senators tend to do quite well against us. Yeah. Um, but what that means when you've already got us, If you've already got a, cent, a set sort of CTW crew, I wouldn't be rushing out to really change them. 
Uh, yeah, no, not really. Nothing too exciting there. Dogs and roosters to follow to wrap up the round. How far the roosters, Trev? Yeah, roosters should win this game. I'm expecting to at least put between 20 and 30 points on. Well, they won by 60 last week and they get Teddy back, so... Um, yeah, not bad when you win by 60. 59, and yeah. 59 and you got Teddy in the on the bench. That's right. Oh, dude. How, how good has it been? Like, they've had Josh Morris go to the club, so they've been able to put B. Moz back at fullback. Mm. Hey, like he, I know we commented on it earlier. He's in career best form. Yeah. Well, you've got to pick both them for Origin, just about, you see. And yeah, obviously, the, like I applaud the Sharks for letting um, Morris go back because he wanted to play with his brother. Not as a Shark supporter, because it's fucking one of the worst decisions they've made in a while. But yeah. you know, it, it's a great story, and um, they're they're both playing out of their skins. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, any much to talk about apart from they're probably going to score nine hundred points again as a team. There is just for Supercoach. Yeah, I, I hope they don't because. Um, I'd like to see the dogs build on what they did um, this week against the Dragons. I know they played the Dragons, but they did look um, they look like a pretty decent football side. Uh, football side at times. Um, they've got a hard working back row, and you know a few young kids coming through. Still I something. Like to I see keep them saying it. Ever realised there's still something there? And yeah, definitely. Um, probably the interchange player at the moment until um, he matures a little bit. But Kieran Four and uh, added a lot to that team. And to, to, to do that off, um, I guess, 18 months off. But we said, like, he left injured in hot form last year. Yep. He's just yeah. a good player. He's just he's a, a, yeah, he's very always been a great player. player. He's I don't know. been busted for half his career. Mate, yeah. I've got to tell you right uh, now, if he was still playing, right, Manly would uh, have him as a 5'8". Yeah. Dale Cherry Evans will be a world beater. With four and outside him. With four and outside him. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, and but he'll he'll add he'll add something there. But I don't know if it'll be matter once his team roll starts. Yeah, well, they, they, they've got to get the ball for him to do anything. He's, that's right. Uh, he's never been the greatest. But dogs defender. will ultimately dogs, okay, gonna, but dogs will beat some teams this year. <laughs> they will. They'll beat some teams, and um, Dean Pay will be will keep his job. But apparently, they've got about three million dollars to spend next year. So yeah, so I heard during the week. So they're probably going to be a force. A top eight force next year. Um, if they shop smartly, I don't know what that means if yeah, who's in the market. He but. came out and said that he's going to target high class players. So you could imagine there's probably only going to be maybe four, five brought in. Probably, yeah. yeah. For, but yeah. if it's all you need, you find you know, if they're top range blokes, it's going to make a massive difference. Yeah, that's right. Um, but um, <laughs> Victor Radley looked like he had his arm snapped oh, I reckon, off. Oh, and then oh, he comes out and just goes, oh, I'm just upset because I can't have any beers this weekend. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he just, uh, Victor Radley, if he wasn't playing footy, he'd be sitting the gums from 4 o'clock every... He'd be a brickie and he'd yeah. work till 2 and then he'd be on the piss until 11 yeah. and then he'd get up <laughs> just at 5 o'clock in the morning to go back to do work. it again. Fuck yes, he would. And that's why I love him. And he's... I, I, I love his it. attitude. The way you know, like he doesn't hold back at all, no. man. He just he's out there to hurt you if you're running at him, and if he, if he's got the ball, he wants to either run over you or run past you. Like it's just yeah, that mentality. And he's how many blokes left in the game now? And the way he who who just looks at people and go, "I'm going to fucking hurt you if you run at me." This <laughs> like, really is him. Like name five of them that could. Yeah, there's not, there's not that many, I don't think, man. The, the way he hits is Martin amazing. Yeah, Tapao, yeah. Um, Tafua likes to line blokes up when he can. But yeah. yeah. 
There's um yeah, you don't notice a lot of forwards just belt and just and, and it's still getting through the work, he still does. And still sniffing around. And he played all last year Support. at nine and you didn't hear any whinging out of him like it, Nah. He just He's a state. He's got to play Origin E C too and You would imagine so. Um Teddy him. probably put on over a hundred this week. because um, I can see him opening well, them up in well, everything part of the BMOS did last week. Teddy's gonna do it this week. And he's gonna do it faster. A little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, I just think uh the only difference between the two is that uh, I believe that uh, BMOS is probably a little bit more better in defence mm. than Teddy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Teddy's just got that acceleration, but I mean, yeah, you actually. can't beat it. But, like, but Teddy's um, scrambling, Teddy's fullback defence is, oh, yeah, he's is fullback as good as anyone. Is awesome. I, but I just BMOS, is def- he's defending the line he, for so long. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he reads play so reads well. He reads play really well. Yeah. I agree. With that. Well, where I think uh, Teddy gets over enthused at times. Uh, we talk about what people say is sort of Matt Cooper's the best defensive centre the last twenty years. You got to, they got to be in discussion now. Brett Morris, Josh Morris, yeah, the Morris yeah. brothers, and like I said, you both you pick for Origin this year, and not a complaint. I try. Uh, okay, wrap the round up with the Sharks at six thirty from Campbelltown against the Dragons. Uh, yeah, Aitken's back in. What do we got here? Sims, Fuyamo, Dufty to the bench. Townsend back. Uh, Moyland to fullback. And another begin for you, Barney, for Fita. I don't, yeah, for uh, Moyland to fullback, I like. Um, he's got, don't, don't get me wrong, Kennedy's a young fella and he's got plenty plenty going for him, but um, Moyland's just got the experience and he's, he's got that bit of X factor that um, Kennedy doesn't have at the moment. Um, Fafita back. Oh, I hope his knees all right because the first two games this year he looked like he only he was running around on one leg. So if they get him back out there running on one leg, he may as well not be out there. But um, if he's if he's close to fit, yeah, he's a massive in. Um, the one thing that worries me is the Dragons turning up all, all pumped up for whatever reason. If they do finally decide that they're going to play for, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But other than that, yeah, if the Sharks played like they did last week and the Dragons played like they did last week, it's Sharks 13+. plus. Mm. I don't need to add much more. Do you, Trev? Nah, not at all. Nah, cool. Um, so, yeah, that covers off the round for round five. Should be an exciting week again. Very quickly, we'll finish on our punting disaster class, which is exactly what it has been for. Teach people how to lose that money. three rounds. So it's time we made some money, David. Yeah, no, I'm. You're further in front than I. Mm. <laughs> well, I've had right. four cracks and lost ten dollars each time. Daggy's um still floating in the positive with right, an eight dollar profit. Well. So we've got to turn around this week. I'm going to go Manly 13 plus, Rooster 13 plus, Para minus the line, which is five and a half. Uh, Seven dollars and out of the ten dollars we've decided to spend each week is a return of a thirty-eight dollars and eight cents at five dollars forty-four. First try scores out of three of them: Dylan Brown sixteen dollars, Turbo ten dollars, Teddy ten dollars. Let's go really out of limb with those ones. Yep. Okay. I've gone um, Cowboys thirteen plus into Souths thirteen plus at five dollars fifty. I'm going to put five dollars on that. Mm-hmm. Twenty-seven fifty return, um, and I'm going to have two dollars fifty on. Uh, Tabao Fidel for the Cowboys, first try score at $9, and Jesse Ramian for the Sharks at $10. Beautiful. Uh, excellent. 
Thank you, boys, for joining me this week. It's been a lot of fun again. We've managed to drag that out to an hour and a half, as we tend to do. But if you've stuck along for this long, thanks for listening. Uh, give us some feedback on Facebook. Subscribe to us on Spotify. Uh, the iTunes feed is coming. I need to do that tonight, actually. Go and fix that up so you'll be able to get us there. But we are on Spotify and SoundCloud. You can find us there. Drop us a line through Facebook. We'll be getting some more stuff up. Barn will be here to watch Super Sad Day this week, I hope. Yes, so we'll do a bit. And Trevor, you may as well come too. Why not? Super Sad <laughs> so Day. So we'll uh, do a bit of stuff for Facebook then. After you watch Britain win the first at Rose Hill at about 20s. Nice. So uh, Vinny's promised some beers if that happens. So Vinny hopefully Big Vinny D will be on the job yeah. there. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, be kind Enjoy to your each weekend. Other, except and for Trevor's. Fuck Trevor's. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but, uh, no, that's not mine. He's talking about um, Bad Trev. Bad Trev. <laughs> it's the one Trevor. Yeah, right, we're going now. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs>